This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right. As I said, a rather dark Monday and we'll start with another very dark story. The death toll from the earthquake. Um, the earthquake in uh, Turkey and northern uh, or Turkey, uh, Turkey, as it's now officially known, uh, and the northwestern Syrian border has gone past 30,000 as rescue efforts continue. The number of deaths in Turkey rose to 24,617 as of late yesterday, but these numbers are constantly being um, uh, revised. And the number in Syria was at uh, 4,500. Now, humanitarian group Al Emdad Foundation was one of the group was on the ground uh, last week, providing emergency relief and helping with the search for survivors. The organization say, um, uh, Kari Ziad Patel joins us on the line now. Good morning to you, and thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you so much for the opportunity this Monday morning. Right. Where are you speaking to us from now? So as I'm speaking to you, we got here last night in, in the city of Razantip. Right. Every night we've been venturing out to a different city because we have been conducting a much-needed humanitarian aid, relief aid distribution in different parts of this region that have been affected. And over 750 square kilometers has been affected by this recent twin earthquake. Mm. So the scale of disaster is huge. It's absolutely huge. It's unfathomable how big this disaster is and how many thousands of people have been affected. Yes, over 30,000 people have lost their lives, but there are over 20 somewhat million people that have been affected by this disaster. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the scale of it all, it's, as you say, it is unfathomable. And one really does wonder, um, I mean, at this stage, I mean, there's been so many days that critical 72 hours has long since passed. But remarkably and incredibly, um, there are still li- uh, people being found alive. Actually, last night, we were at the site where they were doing such retrieval. And... Mm. Uh, Wow, this was amazing. We were right there last night when a girl who was 17 years old who actually survived, mother and daughter actually survived last night. Sure. And this was after seven days. And, you know, this, uh, these are miracle stories that are coming to the fore. On Friday morning, a mother and baby at 9.30 a.m. in the morning were also retrieved and reco- rescued and recovered. Mm. And so we are hearing of these kind of miracle stories coming to the front but last night, our team drove ourselves. We were, we were present last night when they were trying very hard to get this individual out, this young girl out, and they were successful in getting her out after some time. It was a really tense situation, very, 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 very tense. You know, a few times they had asked, asked everyone uh, to keep silent. They even switched off all the generators, mm. all the trucks were switched off, all the bulldozers were switched off, just so they could hear her where she was mm. and it's remarkable remarkable mm. stories of human survival now obviously most of the operations that are taking place are about uh, um it's no longer rescue operations for the, for for the most part even though there are a few miracle stories where people are still being found alive 
I'm wondering at how this thing is actually going to be evolving because one knows that the death from the actual injuries and so on, then there is the cold weather to contend with here. Yeah. At what point as well now do you have to start concerning, being worried about the outbreak of disease and so forth? Or does the fact that the weather is so cold at the moment even help with that? Yeah, so last time I was with two South African doctors who are part of our team, and uh, they were posted out to an area where certain rescue operations were happening. And in that area, uh, over 8,000 people were also being housed. And they were saying to us, because of the severe cold, mm. people being out in the, with, with the, the feeble tents, etc., you know, you can have the best of tents, you know, snow-resistant tents, but when it's cold, it's cold. So kids are getting sick. You know, those that have been retrieved from the rubble are getting sick. You know, those that left homeless are starting to get sick. So yes, the weather is playing up against us, and it is posing uh, challenges for every one of us, especially on the health side of things. Uh, and unfortunately, this is the reality. It is bitterly, bitterly cold. Sure. So as I speak to you from the city of Hazelstead right now, it is minus two degrees. Mm. Last night, where we were at a certain rescue area, it was minus four degrees. So uh, very, very, very cold indeed. Sure. Thank you so much, Kerry, uh, um, uh, uh, for talking to us. I really appreciate it. We wish you well out there. We wish you strength because, of course, this uh, is quite taxing, not just physically, but uh, emotionally. I imagine that you guys are going through the most. But thank you so much uh, for talking to us. I to be talking about emotions. We are all an emotional roller coaster. And you can't understand what we are seeing here on the ground. You know, there are literally... Uh, thousands of families waiting anxiously in anticipation for the retrieval of their loved ones. So a lot of sadness, a lot of negativity, and a lot of uh, stories of the human spirit, how strong the human spirit is, and how people are coming together, rallying together from different parts of the world to try and offer consolement, encouragement, motivation, and relief aid in any way whatsoever. And that's exactly what the Anindar Foundation is doing right here, right now. And uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. And I'm proud to be a South African, so indeed, we really know how to show Ubuntu. And we are, every one mm. of us are showing, showing a strong spirit of Ubuntu. Thank so you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. He is a, this is Yad Patel, is a trustee of the Al Imdad Foundation. They are out in Turkey also um, helping. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.